got a fever, and the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. It's in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. That's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. June 11, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today, high atop. The world headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and he's been cigar- smoking cigars longer than I have, but I remember him as a customer visiting two guys in the 80s. Later, he takes the streets to the streets during the cigar boom, selling cigars to liquor stores, golf shops, and restaurants. Later, he takes a job in my shop and later his own store. Today, Roy Kirby is the best cigar rep in New England, and I'm going to make the argument in the world, and he's got a trophy to prove it. Roy Kirby from Perdomo Cigars joins us. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. Pinch hitting again for Barry Stein is Derek Stewart. He's off camera right now. What's happening, guys? Because he's trying to play Put dual your, roles here. He's with Chuck. Put your Moore. headset on. Yeah. I'm working on Are you on out it. of your I'm mind? I'm working on it. He's pacing himself. <laughs> he is um, He's learning the, um, the board. The switch board. board. Yeah, the board, board also because Chuck has some... New England Patriots to attend to later in the year. And we can never we never know if Barry's going to show up for work or not. He's very sickly. Very, very <laughs> sick. Not a healthy guy. Uh, last week it was at the prom. He went, went to the prom, I think. Went to the prom. No, he graduated. Did he graduate? Yeah, graduated. He graduated. Yep. Yeah. Got his diploma. Yep. Uh, all right. So yeah, the, And this week, this week he has a, a swine he, flu. He has a cold. He has a cold and he's having orange juice this morning. The show must go on. So we have these new buttons. Yeah, I'm not called, liking it. I'm not liking it. <laughs> we, we have this for Barry, and he doesn't even show up. He doesn't this show up the, when he's sick. It's the Barry button so that when he's coughing, it would be, <clears throat> and, and he can get rid of the cough. It's a cough button. <laughs> so we bought them for him. And the, the, the real issue is that the, it's a click-on, <laughs> click-off type of thing. The hope was that it was a only muted while you hold it, and then you could take it off, but... The, the stupid thing is louder than the than right. the cough itself. Yeah. So these are these are out, Chuck. It was a valiant effort. Return them gentlemanly <laughs> in their original packaging, and let's see if we can't find ones that have a but we got a we nicer got, we button. Get, I got more sound effects and oh, stuff. Great. So I got the, yes. I got yes, 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 yes. I got yes <laughs> buttons. I got no, 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 no. No buttons. <laughs> and I got more cowbell. Yeah, you don't have to hold that up to the microphone. Now I can't. No, the cigar authority. Feel my teeth this is fillings. the official cigar authority podcast cowbell, and you'll be hearing more about this in weeks to come. Please, please tell me, 
please tell me that that's the only one in existence. That, oh no, there's a whole bunch of these. You didn't. There's a whole bunch of these. You didn't buy thousands of those. I did. I did. Do you have to wear it around You're your neck? Control. You don't have to. It's just recommended. It's okay. <laughs> you can attach it to your drum kit, and then you can always have more cowbell. There we go. Hey, we got a special visitor, two special visitors driving up from uh, someplace where there's a border to another state. Uh, We have Border Patrolman Eric and his dad Dutch visiting us from far, far away. I have my patch, my Border Patrol patch on on my desk. I got to find a good place for it. You know, I struggle with what to do with patches and stickers. I hold on to them forever because I don't want to waste. What if I put it on this jacket and I lose this jacket or, or the jacket gets ruined? What do I do with the patch then? Why don't you just buy two patches of every patch you get? Well, said, I didn't you buy the buy patches. These. He gave you me a you patch. You can't buy these things. Oh, okay. This is like it's like the secret probation stuff. Someone said it was the best way to clear a hospital room. You walk in wearing the Border Patrol patch and in the waiting room, <laughs> and you're all set. That's it. You're, you're next automatically. I don't know how that works or why it works that way, but <laughs> just does. it just does. They just all run. Don't wear it to a restaurant, I'm told, because... Um, if the cook sees it, then you have issues. Ah. I don't know why. Again, this is hearsay. It's happening all over the place. So Roy Kirby is a New England sales rep for the Perdomo Cigar Company. Roy Kirby, welcome back to the Cigar Authority. Thank you, Dave and Mr. Jonathan, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So we are going to smoke the Perdomo 20th because that's what's going on right here. So the first thing I want to ask you to do, because you probably know more about it than almost anybody, I say almost anybody, than Mr. Perdomo himself, but tell us about the Perdomo 20th anniversary. Uh, we came out with the cigar, I believe it's about three years ago now. We're going to go at nine because of FDA regulations. Nine years ago. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is at least nine years old. <laughs> Nine years ago, okay, uh, to celebrate our 20th anniversary. It has two wrappers. It comes in a sun-grown wrapper, which is a uh, Puro. It's the wrapper binder and fillers from Nicaragua. And then it comes in a Maduro, which is also a Puro. Uh, it's somewhat box-pressed. All Nick's tobacco. Somewhat oval. It's all Nick's tobacco. Uh, Podomo is a very vertical integrated company where we grow our own tobacco, uh, make our own boxes, make our own cellophane. So it's vertical integrated where we do absolutely everything. A true manufacturing now this, company. This is box press, but it's not hard box press. It's a it soft really box isn't, press. It really isn't all that soft. I mean, there's, there's some shape to this. This is somewhere in, in well, between, it looks like. It's almost oval, almost square. I mean, it's kind of in between. It's not really round. How's it smell? It smells fantastic. It's a little barnyard it action. Like the, it smells like uh, the barn itself. It smells like sure Nicaragua to oh, me. Oh, yeah. has a little bit of spice, and it all has a little tingling taste to it when you smoke it. It is beautiful. Aesthetically beautiful. This is the, uh, this is the I forget exactly the brand that my grandfather smoked as a kid, but it was a uh, paper It was probably wrapped, a Podomo, wasn't it? Probably. Paper uh, dress box, and at the end of it, he would give us the boxes as a present. He'd give us a dollar, and he'd give us a cigar box, and you could smell... The tobacco that was in oh, it, yeah. and this that, this just brought me right back to my childhood. So this is the Perdomo twentieth. So it must be about twenty dollars a piece. No, eight to twelve. Eight to twelve. Well, it's a so Perdomo, cl- closer to ten dollars. Yes, that's the deal on it. Oh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by. Perdomo cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. You know what's excellent? Eric cut his at the exact time that we all clicked our cutter. It's, so it's fantastic. He didn't just click it. This he is the also best, cut it. This is the best place to do the show because they know here. Yeah. <laughs> 
These are the hardcore guys that know. And it was actually never discussed that that's what we were going to do. It just we happened. Just, we just started doing it. That's what, that's what made it so beautiful. And Nick tells me he's some, you know, he'll be in some place in Russia or something, and the guy will say, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigar. <laughs> and the guy doesn't speak English, and he actually and he says, it. says it. It's crazy. That's bizarre. It's bizarre. Doesn't, it's catching on. It's doesn't catching speak on. English, but he understands English. Understands it because he does it. So we're going to light our cigar today with the 1499 Vertigo Glock. Whoops. And I chose the Glock because I know that my good friend Roy Kirby over here he's owns. Carrying. He owns a Glock. He's carrying, and he's baby. packing right now. Yeah. Glock 26. And the Glock is a like a um, boxy kind yeah, of brick, square brick. And this is a little brick-like, although lightweight, large adjustment wheel. Three jets in line. This could easily be referred to as the poor man's flat flame. And I know you, you folks at home, you're wondering, does it feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank? Yes, it does. <laughs> so because it, it is a triple flame lighter, it's got to be in the 30 to 40? This is fourteen ninety nine. No way. $15 lighter here. Nobody doesn't like Vertigo. Nobody doesn't like Vertigo. One of the cool features about some of the Vertigo lighters is they don't present like cigar lighters on uh, X-ray right machines. Dave. I have the clear, and there's charcoal. I like the clear because I can There's also see. red and orange. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they got four colors. Okay. Nice even light, too. So downstairs, in all three stores, there's a giant Perdomo humidor, but... We said last week, and we're going to tell you right now how it's going to go. We're giving away a giant $5,000 Perdomo humidor. It's red. It's beautiful. I've seen pictures of it before that did not do it justice. When you actually see it and handle this gigantic humidor, now you can appreciate the gold inlay that's happening in there. The wood, the different types of woods that's on it. Amazing humidor. It's all hand inlaid, the wooded on top. They put seven coats of lacquer on this humidor. The thing is absolutely gorgeous. You've got a metal plate in the lid. Metal plate with it's only 500 of being made, and it's numbered. I think you have 123 downstairs or something. Okay. The seal, I haven't seen this before. It's a double seal. Yes. So the, you, you've got extra care as far as being able to keep the environment inside this $5,000 humidor absolutely perfect. 360 degree air, air movement because it has circulation on the sides and bottom. Yep. You got the three shelves that fit. Fit in perfectly. One's uh, like they actually different size shelves. One's for just the robustos if you want to keep those separate, and then the other ones are normal size. I don't like so my robustos mixing in with the rest of the. No, so that's why they have the separate tray. You like them alone, huh? I like my robustos to remain separate from the rest and, of the and crew. And you could put any cigar in there, but the key would be to put. Oh no, there's a disclaimer if you read at the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah, just Perdomo just Perdomo cigars, cigars oh. allowed. Yeah, it, it's it's engraved on the inside of the there box. We go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are yes. you're out of control with those. I'm taking them away from you. I got extra sound effects. <laughs> I'm looking for a whole bank of sound effects, but I, I got some yeses and nos. The, um, the hygrometer is digital. Digital, and it's also a temperature gauge, so it's, a, it's dual purpose. Beautiful. It can tell you temperature and your humidity. And fully controllable humidification. Yes. Slits they, on either each, one. Each one that you can adjust the humidification, yes. And how many cigars it says? Yeah, about 200 it will hold. That's what it says. But, but it looks like it can hold maybe 2,000. Right? <laughs> I disagree <laughs> with the 200. It's, it's gigantic. Massive. Because you see some of these things, they say 125 
uh, cigar humidor, and it's a little teeny well, little thing. And then listen, it's that. Everybody else says, yeah, this will hold, hold 160. Lanceros. Right. <laughs> yeah, so right? Nick, Nick says this will hold 200 Perdomos because he knows his cigars, 52 to 54, his cigars are on the thicker side of the scale. Right. So how does a listener that's listening right now get in to win, one of the, win that humidor? Because that humidor has had nothing to do with the stores that are doing it. We're doing it separate all by itself on the Cigar Authority. Well, you need to buy this box. Of, it's a sampler pack. Yeah. You get six samplers. It, can, it comes in either Sun Grown or Maduro. This is the Perdomo 20th. Yes. And six it has six sample. different sizes in it. Yep. Uh, for forty nine ninety nine, includes a free shipping. Wow. You get one free chance to win. But you can buy like 10 of these units, and then you get 10 chances to win. And this is the sponsor's deal that is going to be running from now until Nick is on the show July 2nd to draw the winner. He's going to draw the winner right here on the show. So it's a short time it's going to happen. It's only a listener of the Cigar Authority and only a listener that makes the purchase of this. So I'd say your odds are going to be very, very good. Absolutely. I mean, the humor, the craftsmanship of this humidor is crazy. Something I've never seen before, Roy, is in the corners when they do the miter cuts. Sometimes they'll do zigzag miter. Sometimes they'll do dovetail. Sometimes they'll do a little inlay. This is an S-curve miter cut. I I talked to my brother about this. He's a woodworker. It is the most difficult joint to put together. So whoever Nick had making this, if he didn't make it himself, whoever put this together really put their time and energy into those seals. Those corners are going to hold up forever. Plus, then there's a box inside of that box that actually is so that doesn't even really get the moisture on those outside joints that you're talking about. That's awesome. And then there's like another piece of wood that goes around that goes into a groove that gives you a total seal unlike any humor I have ever seen. When they, you know, you hear people giving a product away as a prize, usually it's a high perceived value that it's saying some elaborate number, and and you look at it and say, well, this is the what they're saying the value of it is. Again, looking at it in a photograph does not do this justice. You no. actually have to. It's so heavy, the lid is so heavy, the the gold around it, the the. Lock and key function. Well, let's, think about, thing let's that, think about the other humidor that recently has sold for $5,000, and it was the Padron 50th. Yes. That only held, holds 50 cigars. Well, that came with this 50 cigars. Came with the 50 cigars, but it only holds 50 right. cigars. This holds 200 Perdomos. It is twice the size. I think, I think the value's there. Oh, oh yeah, it is. I, I think yeah. the value's there. The value's that, there. That's the point here to say... It really is. I mean, it says it's a five thousand dollar humidor. You ain't making it for, for less than that. It's, no, it's incredible. It's definitely retail. And then he made five hundred of them. Five hundred. So 500. half the amount of the Padron, because they made a thousand Padron, and there's okay. only five hundred Perdomo humidors. Right. So. But you can't buy this humidor. Right. You have yeah, to you, win you it. Have to win it. Win you it. can't buy it. You can't, and it, and you it's can't only forty nine ninety nine. Nick, Nick and you wants get to take care of the people that smoke Perdomo. Yeah. Lots of people would like to buy the humidor. You can't buy it. It's not right. for sale. You've got to smoke Perdomo. And what's nice about this humidor, if you look at this logo. It's the logo of the uh, 20th this is the, anniversary. The 20th anniversary band. That's what's wood inlaid on top of the humidor. And then it has a wood inlay going all the way around the edge. Now, you can see a picture of this on the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Yes. You'll see it there. The That's where you're right going to click the button. It'll take you to the page. Do you want the Sun Grown or do you want the Maduro? And uh, buy one of each. Yeah. So, Roy, you've worked, you've worked for both Dave and Nick. Yes. One of them has to be either, I don't know how to word this, more of a pain in the ass or better, better boss. Than the other. One's better nicer than the other. Nicer guy. 
Uh, let's they're, say they're let's both say. known in the industry for their intensity. Let's say that <laughs> they were both so. tough to work for. Let's put it that way. But I love them both. They, <laughs> they, they were working with Dave was like family. Working with Podomo was like family. Was it a warm up to what you were going to go through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, both they, companies are great to work for. I mean, being out on the road, I have a little more freedom uh, in the retail environment. You know, you're they're in the store every day. You see the same people every day. I, I see the same people, but I get to leave those people and see other people. Yeah. So it's a, a little different freedom. So, so you like it? I love it. And I think that's why you are the salesman of the year. I think that's why you're so good. And I say the salesman of the year of New England because that's all we know of New England, of the salesmen we right. deal with. But I, at trade shows and stuff, I meet them from all over the country. And I don't spend a lot of time with them, so it's not right to judge. But I would, would go on to say there's a reason why you're the best salesman probably in the country, maybe the world. Oh, you're making me blush. Come no, on. but the reason is, is you did all aspects of what it is. You did every single aspect, and you're able to see the world in my light, yes. in the owner's light of, that you're working for. Working. Yeah, you've got every aspect. Both sides of the fence. That's Lots it. of reps come in, and they say hi, and they offer you a cigar, and they schmooze with the, the help. You come in, you say hi to everybody, you offer them a cigar, you walk right over to your case, you touch up the case. If something needs to be filled, you go in the humidor, you get the box, you fill it. You make sure that that Perdomo case shines like it should all the time. And and to your credit, you don't bash anybody that may be working that day. Listen, every company's got employees that are maybe a little lazier than others. You don't say anything to them. You just go in and you do it. You make it so that that case looks like it should look. Right. And then I love this. You take a picture of it and you tag us on Facebook. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> well, that's great. So how do you go from, and, and I know there's probably uh, people that work in cigar shops listening to the show. You go from working in a cigar shop to all of a sudden being a rep for a big company like that. How does that move happen? How did it happen for you? Well, it happened for me. How did it happen? I was working, I was managing the Seabrook store for two guys, for yep. you, Dave. Uh, Tom O'Hearn, who was a good friend of everyone. Yes. Uh, he was actually... I was one of his customers at one time when I had the store. Yeah. Uh, passed away unexpectedly. Uh, I applied for the job, as many other people applied, because everybody wants to be a sales rep, I guess. And uh, I got the job. That's it. That simple. And, and so now you go from, um, you know, work in retail to we're going to be a rep for the company. So is it just his, his the list of accounts, go out there and go, or you got to go do some training? The training was like... None I've ever done before. I had to go to Miami. I had to study about the cigars, the Podomo cigars. And then they gave me a blank piece of paper like this and said, all right, here's your test. You have to name every single cigar. You have to know the size and you have to know the price. Of every single thing Every single cigar. Wow. And I had everyone right. And I had to do that in five days. And then after that, they sent me to Nicaragua. Uh, Hang on a second. Nick is tougher than you. Yes, he is. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Because he can probably do it, so I could not tell somebody to do something I couldn't do myself. Yeah, Nick's tougher than you. Yeah. I've, well, I've been wondering all these size years. Every of every brand. Yeah, and I wasn't in school for, you know, quite a while. Right. So it was a, I had to do a lot of studying. That is awesome. Yeah. So he tells you day one, this is what you're going to do in five days. Yes. So you're not sleeping. You're reading this no, thing. No, you're reading and, stu- and then you're studying and you're you wow. know, checking out the cigars and you're smoking Did you them. nail it on the first try? I did. Wow. Yes. I, honestly, I did. That's impressive. So, that is impressive. Uh, blank piece of paper. Blank piece of paper. So I had to know the name of the cigar, the size of the cigar, and the inches in, uh, of every single, every, one. Every single one and the price. 
so that nobody's going to stump you. They're going to say something to you. Boom, you're going to yeah. know it. Did it stick? It did. So what am I smoking? You're smoking a 20th anniversary Epicure. Sells for 850. And what is the size of it? It's called the Epicure, which is a Toro size. How many inches? What's a Toro? Six and a half by 54. Six by 54, I'm Six sorry. Six by 54. Hang on. Let me use my official calipers here. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a box right. press. I can never figure out. I can't feel a box press and know the size. On a round a little, cigar, yeah, a I can odd. do yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of odd. I mean, it seems a little smaller, a little bigger. Luckily, one of my appendages is box pressed up due to a tragic accident that happened when I was seven. <laughs> so the good news was you were a fan of Perdomo cigars anyway. Yes. To begin with. So that's good because if somebody that w- was a cigar brand that you not necessarily loved as much as you love Perdomo, but you always love cigars and you've smoked different stuff as a customer of mine and, and uh, through, through the time, could you sell the cigar as good not loving the cigar, you think? You know, do you need to, somebody out there that's going to work for a company got to believe in the you brand? You have to believe in the brand. You have to believe in it. You have to. It's a passion as well. But, yeah. I mean, you have to believe in what you're smoking and what you're selling. Well, let's face it. You, you as a salesperson and me working on the floor, if I put a Perdomo in someone's hand, even if it's something, you know, I don't smoke 20th Maduro. It's too strong for me. But somebody likes stronger cigar. If I right. put a Perdomo Maduro 20th in their hand, I know it's always going to draw well. Yes. If they like it, because listen, not everything's for everybody, but if they like it, it's going to be consistent, consistent box after box after box. Yes. It's going to burn well, and that Maduro is going to perform like a Maduro. It's as good, if not better, than every other Maduro in the shop. So you know, as a, as a rep, that when you're pitching Perdomo, that this is going to perform for that retailer's customers. Oh, yes. Every yeah, single time. Yeah. Part of that reason is the quality control that we have. When they make the cigar, they have the uh, binder and filler. They, put a, uh, they have 50 cigars they put in a, like a newspaper in a wheel. And then they take those over to a draw test machine, and every single cigar is draw tested to make sure it has a good draw. And then they go back and put the wrappers on them. If not, they will take that cigar apart. They go back and speak to the roller and find out what the issue was in that bad cigar that didn't draw yeah, well. Just so you know, and I've seen this, some factories have a draw testing machine. It's over in the corner. It's the thing with the dust all over it. And it's, <laughs> there's one, and it's sitting there. And then there's some that have a lot. We have and, 20. And they will take one from each wheel of 50 and test it. In, you know, random test of one out of 50. Nick is having every single cigar. And that wheel, yes. Every single cigar is draw tested. It's unbelievable. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot of people to end up doing that. But you, now, you go into the fact that it's gigantic, and, with, yeah. and there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of things. We've been discussing the concept of the past couple of weeks of uh, manufacturers out there or um, mail-order companies putting out these things called seconds. The way you're describing this, they bring the cigar back over to the roller really to be fixed. That tobacco doesn't go to waste. There's no such thing no, as a no, Perdomo second. No, no, there is not. No, there is no seconds. Everything's per- first quality or wouldn't get on it. doesn't his, get out. Put his name on it. Not putting his, his name, name is on every single cigar. It's not putting his name on it. You say, wow, Nick perfect. Sticks doesn't have his name on it. Well, his name is Nick. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Law 23. Ah. Law 23. What's, oh, wrong, yeah, with, they, what's wrong with that cigar then? No, I think it's Nothing Perdomo Law 23. It is Perdomo, Perdomo Law 23. It is Perdomo Law 23. It is. He's trying to trip you up, right? Yep. Okay, next week, Father's Day week, with father and son team J.R. and Jose Dominguez, along with Scott and Nick Weeks from Recluse Cigars. Recluse, the 2015 Cigar of the Year. Nick Weeks is a old rep, retired. 
This guy is a legend. Experienced rep. He prefers experienced. Experienced. No one likes to be called old, except Larry <laughs> Vandeventer. He, really? He enjoys it somehow. So uh, you, your plan now, you are in your 50s? Uh, 60. Are you 60? 60. Oh, 60. So you're just going to go all the way through with this, right? Uh, to the end? To the end. What's the, the, uh, what's the retirement age for you? Where do you see yourself in? Uh, 65, I'll be working for two guys. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> Coming back. You're always welcome back. You know you're always welcome back. But I'll tell you what happens. It get, gets in your blood. You don't end up leaving the industry. There's a lot of old timers, right? Oh, yes. Uh, big happy birthday going out yesterday, June 10th, was Jose Padron's birthday. How old was he? Is he? Not was he. Yesterday, he turned 90. 90? 90. And, and I'm telling you, there. he works every day. Change. That's why he's so every day. And he smokes cigars. He smokes a, way too many cigars, but I'm not going to tell him that. Way too many cigars, one after the other after the other, and he just doesn't stop. I've wow. been with him at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I've been with him at 10 o'clock at night, and he's still smoking. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And he looks like, like, like. <laughs> We still have three hours to go. Yeah, and, he, and he's smoking uh, Padron 1926s, which I know lightweight cigar. Wow. So um, th- this, is, this is how it is. They, they want to stay forever. This, this is their thing. I think it's in your blood now. It's, you've been smoking cigars for how long? Longer than me. I'm going to say my son just turned 31 today, actually. So I'm going to say 35 years. 35 years. How so long have you been smoking? 32. A oh, year so before I, I opened a store. Oh, I like these. Might as well open a store and sell it. <laughs> that's, that's what ended up happening. Yeah. Um, so I, I do remember you coming into our East Boston store and that's buying where we met. That's here, when yeah. I worked in Boston. Wow. I was a photographer at the time, and I met Back you. Back before and... you could pronounce Nicaragua. Right. Nicaragua. Yeah. Any, uh, any, any rumblings through the Perdomo company, and don't get yourself in trouble on this, but uh, any old Perdomo brands that Nick plans on bringing back as a result of uh, FDA? Haven't really discussed that yet, but uh, we do have a lot of old brands that we, I believe, that can come back. You know, we have the. Do you remember the Immenso? The Immenso. This is the first gigantic ring gauge. There was seventies and eighties. He's the first. He's guy the first guy to, guy to do that. Yeah, he's a way ahead of his time with some of the things he ended up doing. Really yeah. unbelievable stuff. Then the Parejo. Yes, Cuban Parejo. Yeah. Yeah, you may see some of these things coming back. How about new products? We're just. Uh, 40 days away from IPCPR. Are they saying new, there, want something? There's going to be a few things at the trade show that we're going to introduce. And you don't want to slip up? and Can't slip up. Can't, can't say anything. <laughs> Got to come to the trade show to see it. Well, I'm coming. All right. I'm coming for sure. But I thought our listeners who can't come to the trade show may want to hear a little something. Smoky brown sugar barbecue rub is what's going on with, your, with that with cigar. cigar. And this is the natural. That's the natural. Which is the sun-grown. There is no Connecticut. And again, guys, usually ever... the producer hits a button that has my sound effect after I make a flavor of the week. Just saying. Here we go. Huh? Wow. Ah. He's good. Wow. He's good. Awful <laughs> big balls on the rookie over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. You and I are going to have a conversation after the show. <laughs> and to the listeners, you really got to, this for forty nine ninety nine and free shipping to get the chance to win that humidor, you got to do it. It's certainly again, worth it. It's well worth it. The cigars are f- phenomenal. They are. And do yourself a favor. Buy one of each box, and then you can have two chances to win. And 
you said go this back is, and forth. This is a six-inch cigar. It is burning so slow. This is no hour cigar. This is going to be an hour and a half at least. Oh, yeah. It is a slow-burning cigar. Slow. We pack the cigars totally with a lot of tobacco. And that's the interesting thing is that there's no dead spots ever in a Perdomo. They are packed solid. Like it's not going to draw. Yet they draw Like it's not going to draw. Time. You're going to say, this, it's not going to draw, but you smoke but it. But you know like, it's going to because you draw tested it. Yes. You know for a fact it's going to. I got a customer over in the Nashua store. He comes in on, uh, I see him every Tuesday. And he asks to use the draw poker on everything. Everything. Did you tell him to smoke a Perdomo? Well, we started this Perdomo thing, so I said, here you go. The Perdomo Sun Grown was just a little bit outside his comfort zone as far as the strength goes, but I say, listen, try it anyways. If you end up liking it, you get four and you get a chance to win the thing or whatever and, uh, or buy a gift pack. And he takes it, cuts it, puts it in his mouth, walked over and sat down and smoked the he cigar. Was done. Oh, no draw awesome. poker. No draw poker. No draw poker. And as a retail shop owner... That's what I want. I do not want an unhappy customer. No, I want you want them a happy customer. I don't want someone to have to do surgery on their cigar before they light it. As a manufacturer, we want the same thing. We right. want them to continue yeah. smoking Podomo. Yeah, so that's the way to go anyway. So, uh, you liking it? I like it, even though I am a milder cigar smoker also. The, I think the, the um, Maduro version, a little too over, little, over the line. That's why we went sun this, this is not. And uh, it's Nicaraguan, but it's not uh, like licking all um, black, pepper. black pepper type, type no, of No, he, he's got well-aged which, tobacco in here, which I find yes. Nicaraguan tobacco, once you get past that five-year mark, starts to take on a sweetness as opposed to earlier in its aging process, three, four years. It's, it's very peppery. He's got a lot of inventory, a lot of inventory of tobacco. Oh, we got warehouses, oh, barns and barns full of bales of yeah. tobacco. Also, an interesting thing is I know they're having a lot of issues in Nicaragua right now over the wood. You know, but you have your own box factory and your own gigantic trees and you mill your own trees and everything. I mean, this is a guy that does, I mean, from the hinges, if you notice on the hinge, it'll have the P on it because he produces his own hinge. The cellophane produces it's his own cellophane. cellophane. The guy is his own little world. It's, it's as there. vertically integrated as you can get. If there's a problem with electricity, like there is all the time in Nicaragua, it's okay because they have their own generating system. It's awesome. Everything. And we now have two box factories to keep up with production. Wow. Unbelievable. So yep. It's awesome. Hitting Great home runs. For. Roy Kirby, thank you for joining us again. The, the um, cigar rep of the year. If you don't know Roy Kirby and you're in the New England area, make sure you go to one of his events that he's around and you're going to see why... He is the Cigar Rep of the Year. And uh, try the Perdomos. Go on the CigarAuthority.com, uh, and you'll see on the right-hand side the Perdomo uh, with the humidor that's there. You click the button. It's going to take you there. $49.99 includes shipping, and you get a chance. And on, January, on July 2nd, right around the corner, Nick's going to come on the show. And we're going to pick a winner right there and then. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, the FDA is just 57 days away to the cigar apocalypse. Is anyone doing anything to stop this madness? We'll talk about that and lots more when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. 
Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous, the light easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You've heard us over and over again talking about the brands who advertise on the Cigar Authority show. Now here's your chance to try them all in samplers we call the Sponsors Deal. The Sponsors Deals are just that. Deals from the cigar brands that support the Cigar Authority. To see this week's sponsors deal, which not only run out every week, but is always limited. Just go to thecigarauthority.com and on the right-hand side, simply click the sponsors deal to see what this week's sponsors deal is. Please help the brands that help us bring you the Cigar Authority. Our friends at twoguyscigars.com will get it out for you, and you'll be getting a great deal while helping those who help us. The sponsors deal from the Cigar Authority sounds like a win-win-win to me. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live in the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Some of the nonsense is the FDA turning back the clock to February 2007. It's nine years ago. And this will begin in just 57 days. How will it affect you, the listener, the consumer? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And uh, with us is Derek. What's going on? All right. Stu Bags. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. And Barry's going to make you a star. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, Chuck, well, what I want to do is yes, I want to have a new show open next week. That is Derek, not Barry. Whether Barry shows up or not, that's the show open. Can you He'll make get that better happen? quick? He'll get better quick. We can do it. All right. Yeah. Good. So, um, you know what I like? I Are you the- being serious? 100%. Done. And that way, when Derek is on, we He's have listening. The, we have He's the listening. Derek open it anyways. It'll just be to, we'll break out Barry's balls a little bit. But well, yeah. it'll be so that when Derek is here, we have a show open for Derek. And when Barry's here, we have the show open for Barry. I love it. That We're works. just going to play Derek's next week when Barry's here. Yep. One time. Just but one time. He's listening. 
He's not listening. You're already he's sick. He's laying in bed. He's coughing. He doesn't have a cough button. He doesn't have a cough. You know what? The, ama- the amazing thing about the cough button is when you have to cough, you press the button and the cough goes away. You it's know magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> I did notice a little tingling, though. Now, the Perdomo 20th anniversary, I put it down. I'm talking be- during the break to who's ever coming up and talking with us. And I go back to the cigar, and it's still lit. He, and it burns he, slow. Some cigars, like, smoke themselves. Yeah. You see smoke keep pouring off them. It's not that. It looks like there's no smoke coming off it, right? There's, there's no smoke coming, but look. It's lit. Just keeps going. I love that. Perdomo, the Energizer cigar. There we go. So the FDA, lawsuits, rumors. Um, no lawsuit yet from the trade organizations. I'm bringing it up only because people are bringing it up to me, and I feel like I have to say, yes, there is no... Um, the... IPCPR yes. said last year that they have a war chest of however much it is, yeah. and that if and when the FDA comes out with their deeming regulations, they would file a lawsuit and hold it up. Why have they not done it? Because they're working with the other trade organizations to all get their heads together and everybody to come out with... They had four a, years, years right here, wow. yeah. I hear to get this together. So they, because they want everybody to be in sync, but the problem is everybody is not in sync. Everybody has different thoughts. All right. And, so, and, and I'm going to come right out and say it's in some people's best interests for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Okay. Now, why isn't the, aren't the people that it's not in their best interest for this to happen to? Why aren't they all rallying behind it? I'm going to say it. Why don't they just get behind you and say, Dave... Lead the charge like you've done in New Hampshire for somebody so many already, years. Somebody already led the, the charge, which was great. That the people from 1502 Cigars. And Frank who, Herrera, yeah. Frank Herrera puts the thing together. I Oscar. like it. Yep. Leaf by Oscar joins in. Ooh. So other people are going to start joining into the small group. Yep. Plus, I've heard rumblings from little manufacturers that said to me, what the hell's going on with, that, with uh, these organizations? Why aren't we doing something? Um, you know, a third of the time has already passed. Why don't we do anything? And I said, yeah, they're trying to work together. I'm trying to play the... How embarrassing right is it so, going to be? So they say, listen, just so you know, in nine days you're going to hear something from us. And next week you're going to hear something from us. They're going. You know, they're going to only sit around for so long, and that so long is right now. You sit on the board of directors for the IPCPR. I do. How embarrassing is it going to be for you and the rest of the board when you have to look at these small manufacturers in the eye and say, we've done nothing for you? You pay in I every hope that, year. I hope that's not to be true. I think, I think something's going to end up happening. I got another meeting on Tuesday to see what, what, we, uh, what the next step is to do. But I, I would hate to show up at the trade show when there's nine days left and we still haven't done anything. Mm. Uh, what it looks like from the outside looking You know in. me. I'm, I'm a shoot you are and a then, shoot, aim. then aim. I shoot and then aim. Ready, aim, fire. And they're aiming and they're aiming. Aim. It makes me crazy. Stop aiming and, and you know, you've you got to put a stay in. Because what it, what it would look like from the outside looking in is that certain people that are part of these organizations are already bought and paid for. Is If this thing go, goes through and no one files anything on behalf of those small companies, because let's face it, the they, IPCPR do, is not, yeah. it's not really about the consumers. It is about the manufacturers. No, the IPCPR and, is about the retailers. It's a retailer organization. So the, you understand what's going on. IPCPR is the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Organization. Okay. There's the retailer. CRA is the Cigar Rights of America. It's a consumer-driven. That's the consumer. Then you've got the CAA which is the Cigar Association of America, and that's the manufacturers. 
So, but the thing is here on IPCPR, we have a trade show. We gather money from the manufacturers, and we are for the better good of everything. And I think that retailers have their own private labels that are going to fall into this problem also. So, um, listen, we have a trade show, and when FDA makes it so no new product can come out, I tell you right now, we have no trade show. That money is done, and, you, and it's a yeah. it's a certain kind 5013 of five hundred one three C whatever it is. Non-profit. They can't keep the money. Can't keep it. You got to so spend listen, it. You want to split it between the, the board members? You know, <laughs> maybe I'll make a different argument. No. I How do you get on the board? <laughs> you voted on. It's the craziest <laughs> thing that I've been voted on twice, and um, they brought me on. But um, I am. I, I know I'm too far the other way. I'm I'm a shooter. Wheel. I'm a shooter. I'm a shooter. I want to shoot. And, and it's good to have people who say, come on, let's just aim a little bit. Let's aim a little bit. I'm just getting frustrated. Stop aiming and start shooting. I'm getting frustrated. Do you find it interesting that Altria files the lawsuit uh, over black and mild? And nothing else. Wanting to keep mild. They add nothing else in. Because that's the only thing that affects them. And then you've got... And it's time not to be selfish. It's time to be for everybody. Well, you've got global premium cigars that are saying the, they're, they're attacking the actual language in the FDA document. Yes. And saying that this is unconstitutional for the betterment of everybody. For everybody, but this inclu- is a including small- themselves too. I don't, I don't know if they have a problem with the word uh, mild. They're not suing for the word mild because they don't have a cigar that says mild. So you've you got to understand that everybody, of course, looks out for themselves too. But all, how about also? Sure. Look, look out for yourself also, yeah. but we've got to look out for everybody. I don't have a big um, pony in this, in this game, to be honest with you. We're, we're going to continue our retail operations. It's not going to affect the mail order part of it, uh, so we're okay. But I, these are my friends. You get to know these people. This, yep. is, this is an industry, that you, and it's going to kind of take the fun out of it. You, you're, Derek, I consider you like a cigar geek. Oh, I yeah. Mean, you're, yeah. You, uh, before working here, you were just a consumer, but really deep into it. Yeah. I'm still obsessed. So you, we take away all new products from you. It's devastating. And, and yeah. what, what, what's in it for you at that point, right? It's going to it, take it can it get boring. Right. It, it, it can get bo- it'll get boring. Uh, there won't be anything new coming out. There won't really be much to talk about And maybe anymore. you find a new hobby, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Right. Probably. And, and that's, as an industry, that's not what we want to have for the better. E- even the manufacturers that are in good shape if this ends up happening because you're going to get a bigger share of the market, you're going to make the new cigar consumer not become a geek of it because there's nothing new happening. So eventually it's going to end up, yes, you're going to end up succeeding on that, but no, it's going to hurt you in the long run because before you know it, it's going to be, you know, 300 million cigars in the U.S., 200 million cigars in the rest of the world. So we'll end up leveling out where we'll end up doing 100 million cigars, you know, because of, uh, you know, it's not going to be what it is here. This is where the manufacturers are, and they can't do business in this country. Manufacturers are already talking about, yes, I'm going to be out in this country, but I can go to Europe. And right. it's going to be the biggest trade show, Dortmund, Germany, the big inter-tobacco show that's going to be there. This year will be the biggest one ever because all these manufacturers are going to go there because yep. they want to continue running their business. Not in the U.S., because yeah. they're not going to be allowed to, but these brands are not going to go away. They're going to go somewhere else. Yep. And just like people are gray marketing the cigars from Cuban cigars from Europe to the United States, you're going to be gray marketing uh, you know, yep. some of these little brands uh, that can't in this country. People will be smuggling in right. Nicaraguan cigars. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, what, and what was accomplished? Nothing except... The retailer, me, don't get to sell that cigar to you. 
So that's not good for the retailer. So I, I'm trying to say that you retailers, this is going to affect you, whether you think it's going to or not. Consumers, this is going to affect you. One of the big effects are the cost of the cigar itself. User fees. User fees are going to be added. Also, when you take competition out of a marketplace, prices go up. Monopoly. Yep. Right? There's a monopoly. They're going to squeeze the margins away from the, from the manufacturer. The manufacturer is going to squeeze the margins away from the retailer where we can't make enough margin to survive. And then we're going to end up selling other products inside there. And you, the consumer, is going to end up paying the user fees because they're going to be passed on. You think the manufacturer just takes the user fees? Oh, it costs us more. No, they charge the retailer more. And the retailer charges the consumer more because crap travels downhill, yeah. right? There's one brand owner that has a history of absorbing things. There is one. <laughs> I don't and know if he can absorb this. We happen to be smoking a Perdomo right now. I'm yeah. not going to mention Nick's name, but there is one out yeah. there. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> hi, Nick. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The tagline is, FDA not as bad. I have very negative feelings about the FDA mess, but the more I think about it, I wonder how difficult or expensive substantial equivalents may ultimately be. He's using the word ultimate, so could this be Steve Saka? It's not. It's Andy from Texas. Once the industry finds a template for successful substantial equivalents applications for 100% tobacco cigars, perhaps they can be busted out quickly and cheaply. Remember, the FDA doesn't charge fees for the applications. The cost Who said is- that? The cost is all in drafting and testing of the application. The craft beer business is booming under FDA regulation. Perhaps the end game won't be Armageddon, with the most annoying result of FDA regulation being the warning labels. Andy? This is Andy. Andy, I hope you're right, and I hope it's not as bad as it was, but prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. So let's prepare for the worst and hope that it is not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Um, I have found a different feeling with the FDA, and I've studied a little on the FDA um, only because of what's happening to cigars, and it's usually not good, but if, it, if this... You were in the craft beer business. Yeah, I, I worked for... A, I, I sold beer for a distributor in yeah. Massachusetts. So FDA is... Uh, it, it was hardly prevalent because there was new beers coming out every other week, it seemed like, and they had absolutely no problem getting into the market through us. Uh, Are they FDA compliant? Uh, is there FDA controlling beer? No, I don't think so. I never and heard that either. It, it, I don't yeah. think alcohol is FDA. Because if, if, if there was FDA control on beer, then new products wouldn't be able to be released as they are with the cigar regulations that are coming into place. It right. just wouldn't happen, but they're, they're releasing stuff all I the time. I did Google this because this question came up before, and the FDA does control certain aspects of the craft beer industry. Something has to be considered a craft beer in order for the FDA to have involvement. It, it comes down to number of barrels. A num- the number of barrels is what determines how the, the beer or the, the liquid is described. Uh, anything over, I believe it was a million barrels of beer per year, can no longer be considered a craft beer, such I, as I would Budweiser. Say either, right? yep. But when you have the smaller ones, you know, under 25,000 barrels a year, then that can be considered a craft beer. I don't remember the exact numbers, yeah. but there's, it's, there's a specific, specific language to it. So I replied to Andy, interesting thoughts, and then he wrote me a book. Do you reply to these things? Sometimes. Oh, really? Well, because <laughs> he, it, uh, it all now goes right to In Mr. his Mr. case, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is, this, that, was a, that was actually interesting, and I plan on reading it on the show when it's appropriate. 
Uh, he says further, once a template is available for each tobacco, existing data can be utilized for every new application. For example, USA Lancaster County Broadleaf Lajero will only need to be reviewed as equivalent to a predicate product once with the same data reusable. Perhaps even a 100% tobacco cigar would follow some sort of template establishing substantial equivalence to predicate 100% tobacco cigars. Oh, you don't want that, though, because usually it's terrible tasting. The, 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 the beauty of cigars is the blending of cigars. If you just smoke one field, one strain He's of tobacco. only saying... You, you ever have that before? Then we have, end up tasting yeah, different components? Peruvian, and it was, it was, it's good as an ingredient. It's not good as a... Right, a, pure. a lot of them. I don't think he's speaking about puros. He's just saying, let's say in this case, Nick says this is a Nicaraguan, 100% sun-grown wrapper. Once that Nicaraguan sun-grown wrapper goes through the application process, all other Nicaraguan sun-grown wrappers would fall under that category and then be substantially equivalent. I would agree if now the compliance went to the grower, but it is not. It is going to the manufacturer of it. And they're saying to us that even if we take one Perdomo sun-grown and one Perdomo Maduro and package it up as a package, it now becomes a different product. Right. That, that certainly is an issue. My, I, my take on this is nobody right now has a cigar that has FDA approval. Therefore, you cannot argue substantial equivalence because you're arguing substantial equivalence to nothing. To nothing. Mm. Anything times zero is a net of zero. Yep. Right? Yep. Mm. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of new information on the rest of his email. All right. Continue. But interesting. But, but uh, is he somebody that knows this stuff or is he just a consumer stating some good information here or his feelings, his thoughts? I think he is a retailer, actually. Okay. So there's lots out there. As you say, I'm Googling stuff and everything. As I look through social media and stuff, there's so much misinformation that's being thrown out there. It's, you know, if you want to say this is my opinion and I say my opinion an awful lot, yeah, I say do. it's my opinion, though. <laughs> I make sure I end up saying it as opposed to this is, um, this is the way it is. Because you don't want to, let, to lead a manufacturer into thinking, oh, you're all set. And then he says, oh, I saw something on Facebook that said I was all set. In 51 days or whatever it is from now, it's, it's going to be too late. And let me tell you, the argument of I saw it on Facebook is not going to pan out. Yeah, I don't see that playing well. So, uh, so Paul writes to the Contact Us page, What about manufacturers setting up retail offshore to sell their cigars? Does this get around FDA? I see this done all the time with other cigars, Cubans, yep. uh, where offshore retailers are still shipping into the U.S. even though they are illegal. Though I dislike this option because I'm a supporter of local shops in my area, what's your opinion? Yeah, it's illegal. And are they going to do anything? And they're saying that they're not going to be funded to do that or something. You know, you don't hear about people getting in trouble, really, for importing Cuban cigars. um, But it is against the law. This will be against the law, although I hear some manufacturers who said to me, this is what I'm going to be doing. Because it's, they have everything in their life. It's sink or swim. They have everything right. in their life put into this, and it's, you know, well, I have no other choice. If You're you, actually creating pe- people to do an illegal activity now. You're going to have no choice. Well, no. if you called yeah. yourself the um, candle company of Nicaragua and you shipped packages in the United States, wouldn't everyone assume that they're candles? I wouldn't say X cigar company set up in Nicaragua and you're shipping 
yeah, to a consumer. I'm sure they're not going to put cigar on their packaging. Uh, when, when I've never bought illegal Cuban cigars, um, ordered illegal Cuban cigars, how what does it say when you receive well, it? Well, and the, the flip side of that is how do you even know that what you're ordering is, in fact, what you're getting? Correct. There's so many fakes anyway, and it's not illegal to sell somebody a fake Cuban cigar. Right. The, the illegal activity there, would there be is re- a, There is a reason why you don't hear about people being arrested for these Cuban cigars. Right, because they're not real in the first place. Okay, so uh, what do we have? The CRA petition is uh, doing better. It's still not at the $100,000, but getting close, but no cigar. 100,000 signatures. 100,000 signatures. I don't know if it does anything, but if you haven't done it, go to CRA.org, CigarRights.org, CigarRights.org, and uh, sign. What the heck do you you lose for that? Nothing. You should do that. Uh, On there, you're going to see HR662 and S441 getting some traction. I, I, I like that they're not doing anything. They're doing something. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't feel good about it, that this is, the, this is the answer. But why not? Why not do everything you possibly can do? Yeah. Um, as far as the consumer, what should the consumer be expecting to happen with the cigar, the cost of a cigar? My best guess, talking to a lot of different people, and it's just a guess, is about a buck a stick. That's what you're going to see happen. A dollar a stick. Everything goes up a buck. That's that's, what it looks that's, like. that's a bit in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're smoking as many cigars as I go through a oh, dollar yeah. on every cigar. It's an extra up to twenty five, thirty dollars, you know. Yeah. So um that's why I'm trying to say it does affect, you know, you think it's not gonna affect you, the consumer. It it, it trickles downhill and you're gonna end up paying in the long run. What can what what can you do about it? I don't know what we can do about it. There's not a lot being done, but um it is not much left, not, um, not much left in time. So, um, Dave, let me ask you a question. Yeah. We mentioned the relation or the, you know, the analysis with craft beer in the alcohol industry. You know, one of my fears is that this is, a ma- this is a defeat in many ways, right? Oh, yeah. This is the biggest ever. And I remember years ago, we were on a flight to Colorado for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about where some you of got the- me Where you got me in trouble with the flight attendant person yes. for handing me the, the bomb, <laughs> as you called it. <laughs> bad word. Here, bad word. Here, hold, hold on to the bomb for a second, Mr. Jonathan. And I think we did call it a bomb as well. And then I got is. yelled at. Yeah. Um, but my, here's my question is, we were talking about you know, this on the horizon and, and the implications that this could have into other luxuries of one's life, whether it be chocolate or sure. uh, whatever, alcohol. Soda. What, you know, learning from defeat, learning from failure, what, what can we learn from this to prevent this from happening in other areas? Everybody has to be outraged before it happens, yes. not after. The outrage is now. I've been outraged. You've been hearing me for years. Exactly. End up talking to it of outrage, but it's not enough people being outraged. Everybody's like, uh, it's all right. And then it happens, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm outraged. Trying to turn back is impossible, or almost impossible. I hope it's not impossible. I hope it can end up happening, but very, very tough. If we were all outraged and making all the noise before this ended up happening, maybe we wouldn't get to this point. Well, look at, look at what California just did to concealed carry. Mm. They said that concealed carry is not protected by the Second Amendment. Right, which is outrageous. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Yeah. This is, this is what we're, we're going to think. We're the gonna, NRA is going to sit back? We're going to put our, all of our eggs <laughs> they're in the wait. basket they're, of... They're not shooting? Hoping that a judge is sympathetic to premium cigars. Uh, yeah. It's a tough one. I'm nervous. Yeah, and then they're saying, well, then it, it's, it's a uh, 
political climate right now and people are running for president and there's going to be a new president and then maybe something's going to be overturned. Not, there's I mean, nothing in the Constitution that guarantees you a right to smoke a cigar, except if you could argue pursuit of happiness. But there sure. is something in the Constitution that says you can have a firearm, and they said, no, 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 it's not constitutional if you have it concealed. I mean, they're going to slowly strip away our rights, whether it's going to be our guns, whether it's our cigars, it's our soda. It could be anything. Coffee. It's going to be whatever it is that you like. And as soon as you're having fun, some woman somewhere is putting the kibosh on it. When, when a guy walks around unconcealed and the, and the gun is on his hip, everybody is outraged. Oh, they're panicked. That he's walking around unconcealed with his weapon. They don't want that. So you conceal it, and then they're putting laws against, no, you can't conceal it. So what they're trying to do yeah. is outlaw it. They're trying Correct. to disarm people. Yes. yes. You're going to have to oh. pry it from my cold, dead fingers. There you yeah. go. And the same's going for cigars. Yeah. They want people not to have tobacco products. We're going to get into that in the next hour. They want that not to happen, so they're going to make it so it's impossible to end up getting it. And then they win. That's the end game for some people. Then there's other people that are saying, no, let's make a uh, $100 billion from this. How can we make $100 billion from this? How can we keep our jobs by doing this? And sitting around waiting for lawyers. Lawyers love to stretch oh, things yeah. out. Oh, oh my yeah. God. They make They're money. professionals. Yeah, they love to stretch it out. The longer they can stretch it out, the more money they make. Why are they in no hurry? Because the longer they take, the, the more, more money, money they, they make. make. Yeah. You ever notice lawyers don't get paid by the job? Yeah. yeah. They, they bill you by the hour. Mm. Yep. And then they'll take a cut of if whatever you get if you win. <laughs> and then hope it goes into, you know, the, the case is finalized, that's it. And they say, oh, no. We're, we're going to appeal it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> we can go on this one forever. Let me start the clock. Right. <laughs> so it never stops. So it, it's, a, it's a mess. Another thought that I had is even if, even if people aren't in to the cigar world, as consumers of anything, even if they are not in it, I think people need to stand up and speak against it so that stuff, other stuff doesn't start disappearing Absolutely. as well. Even though it's, not, it's us now like and it. it's you tomorrow. That's it. Yep. Yep. They're going to take away my cookies and ho-hos and ding-dongs. Yeah. <laughs> ding-dings. Really? I think. Ding-dings? I, I don't know what you're into. But really? Yes. So, yes, it is. I'm sure almost 100% of our listeners are into cigars anyway, yep. but the ones that are not into it, it's going to be you next time, yep. and you're going to be looking around for me to help you. Yep. So that, that's that. So final thoughts on the Perdomo 20th anniversary. This is the sun-grown version. Derek, what do you think about this? I'm really enjoying it. It has a nice little pepper note through the nose, nice woody, soft flavors. I love the press on this. It's not totally box-pressed. It's just a very comfortable-feeling cigar. And you are, those that don't know, your taste profile of what you like for cigars, you like Nicaraguan tobacco. I love Nicaraguan tobacco. I love those heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I typically smoke something between medium and full, and this yeah. is just hitting. There we go. Yep. Chuck, you're okay with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? It's, a, it's on the verge of it's right there. I'm not, I don't want to go any stronger than this. This is, uh, this is, yeah, about, this it. is about as far as Me- I can go. Medium plus. You get to the Maduro, it's a little more. I don't know than... if it's medium plus. No? I put this at solid medium. I mean, I got, I'm getting no heaviness in the chest. Uh, the, that brown, Very aged tobacco. The brown sure. sugar, the barbecue, the smokiness, all coming through on the flavors. Very good. The burn. Well done. Beautiful burn. Well balanced. Great cigar. 
Great yep. cigar. Go on to the cigar authority. Go on to the cigarauthority.com. On the right hand side, you're going to see it. You're going to click there, and you're going to win the humidor. Five thousand dollar humidor. If you're in the care package you're, and you're smoking this along with us, you already know how good it is. Just buy the buy the pack. Nick gave us the humidor to give away, but we have to pay the shipping. This thing is enormous. <laughs> it's enormous. <laughs> so I would like you to live in the New Hampshire area where you can actually drive <laughs> and no, deliver. Even better. Right. Right. Even better. <laughs> So uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, scientists are outraged by the FDA extinguishing the tobacco plant and to do away with cigars. We'll tell you about that. And in July 1976, it was the bicentennial. People were celebrating 200 years of the United States. 24 days earlier, gentleman Chuck Morrison was born. We'll celebrate that when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And it's more than likely you've learned nothing else in the last hour. So remember this. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no. Love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos. Jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? In 2013, Boutique Blend Cigars released Aging Room Quattro, which was the number one cigar in the USA that year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Now, Raphael Nodel, the man behind the Aging Room Small Batches, has released La Boheme. La Boheme is a line that unites Raphael's three most important passions in life. Music, Cuba, 
and cigars. But perhaps the most unique part of creating La Boheme is the way in which Raphael blended this masterpiece. As a Cuban immigrant who came to the USA in a little boat when he was only 15 years old, Raphael had many memories of his native Cuba, but none as strong as the aroma of the Cuban cigars his grandfather used to smoke every day in that little park next to his house. Raphael blended countless combinations of different tobaccos and had other people smoke them. He would sit back and savor the aromas until one particular blend finally matched his memories. The same aroma of those Cuban cigars his grandfather smoked. La Boheme, a Dominican cigar with a Cuban soul. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's the closes only. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stunt. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we're back with our number two. Broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today. Hi atop of the world headquarters at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Not a whole lot written there. Not a whole lot. I love my cigar. It's still lit. It is good. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. Playing a little musical cheers right now. Derek is on the wheels of steel, and with us is gentleman Chuck Morrison. Hello, does, hello. Doesn't get on front of the camera very often. No, no. But uh, today uh, is your birthday, so yes. we thought we'd celebrate, and before we light up cigar number two, we're going to do the opposite with a cigar, which is instead of cutting the cake uh, Cutting the cigar and lighting the cigar, we cut the cake. Ah. We light the cake and then cut the cake, right? We usually <laughs> light the cake. I don't I even have, have a candle. I can light this Perdomo band, I guess. There we go. There we go. But um, Awesome. It won't stay lit. No, it's fire <laughs> resistant. There we go. But uh, lo- loving the Perdomo 20th, you put it down, you go run, get the cake, do all the stuff, talk to people, you come back, it's, it's still, still lit, lit, and not burning itself, not going down. About half done in one hour. Wow. You get two hours out of this. It's going for it's like, a while. Yeah, it's an awesome cigar. So uh, let's uh, do a little uh, happy birthday to Chuck Morrison, and I think we do it to uh, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, Gentleman. What the hell gentleman, are you doing? Gentleman <laughs> Chuck Morrison. I'm singing the Chuck Morrison happy birthday song. Well, like you should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does every song you sing have to do with birthday cakes? <laughs> I don't know. That was good. I, it was the Jose, Jose Dominguez twist. I like that. There we go. I picked, so, I, I picked up what you're throwing down, Dave. There we go. So we're going to cut some cake. He's supposed to do it. 
Well, you gave me the knife. And I said hand it. it over to him. Well, too late. I'm too- cutting it. All right, cutting the cake anyway. Uh, played them all for our, our guests in the audience here, and they can make their so way up they here. They can plate it themselves. <laughs> what do you mean? You I'm got all the plates. You brought all the plates I'm, up? I'll give them the plates. I'll just finish cutting Just this. do it. There you go. Just do it all. So we're going to take uh, um, the correct cigar for this, because if it's your birthday, up until August 8th, um, you come to any two guys cigar shop, and you get a free Happy birthday cigar. We'll cut and light the cigar for you. And, uh, yeah, and that's a big, that's a big thing you've got to remember. We're going to cut and light. This you is are not terrible. Just... You are the worst cutter <laughs> I ever saw. You just shoved the thing in there. You know what? It's oh still going to taste like cake. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> awful. Slide it now. Slide it out. <laughs> They're talking about cake. My God. He gets so bent out of shape when the food's not Ruining right. the food. It's not ruined. It's stop. Stop I want to make sure it's cut. <laughs> Ruining the cake. Oh, this is awesome. God. My God, he's awful. So here's a happy birthday cigar, Chuck. Dave, let me just say something about this real quick. Yeah. The packaging, gorgeous. Yes. Glass tube, uh, gold band at the foot here. Uh, this is double, this is not a uh, cheap cigar. No, it isn't. Nine ninety nine. Happy birthday to you, Charles. Yes, thank and, you, sir. and the amazing thing about this cigar is we had this blended so it would taste like birthday cake. Awesome. <laughs> and you taste and say, I would, I just, just be careful doing. with the, the food descriptions over there with the FDA. Yeah, pass the that FDA over to Derek. Derek. There you go, Derek. They, oh, uh, have that. Thank pass. you. Pass. Don't forget our audience over here. Played it all for me. Yeah, nothing else to do, Mister. Yeah, nothing else. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna interview um, gentleman Chuck Morrison anyway. Right. But first, well, what are we gonna do for I, the other 29 minutes of the segment? Really? <laughs> I, I want to. I you know what his aunt calls him? Yes, Charlie. Charlie. Oh yeah, Charlie. the strong Boston accent Charlie. too, Dave. It, are you known as a Charlie? Definitely. Yeah. Really? Yep. In the Morrison clan, they, it's it's never Chuck. It's never Charles. Charlie. What's the Forks are over here. You stick a fork in it. Boom. Damn. You hear that expression, stick a fork in it? Came from birthday cake? It does. That's where it originally <laughs> came from. You put the cake in. I don't in. know about that. Come on. I'm going with it anyways. All right, we're going to give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition in excellence. Excellence. So, Mr. J, we're using uh, a product from Lotus. Yeah, I'm not talking about it because I'm busy plating people's cakes, so do it yourself. (laughs) It is the Glock. The Vertigo Glock. And it's like the Glock gun, but it shoots three at the same time. Three jets. Yeah. And it's $14.99. Correct. Unbelievable. It does feature the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. This is another good one, that the body is plastic. And what happens with the plastic um, body is when you throw it into your carry-on, carry on, it goes through. Oh. Shh. Don't tell Don't everybody tell this. Them. Don't hey tell them. Don't That's tell good them intel. That it always gets through. And I'm it, the guy on the other end. You're not going to tell the uh, TSA over there. You. Border Patrol doesn't get along Border with the Patro- TSA? Is no, they, they're, they're <laughs> the enemies of the TSA. Everybody should be the enemy of the TSA. That's- and what, what you get is when you go to one of these third world countries, I'm in Nicaragua with a jet flame lighter, and, and it's like the first time they invented flame. Everybody stands around you and, ooh, because they're all using crappy Bic lighters or yeah. matches and stuff. Yeah. And, and I got the jet lighter, and they go, how'd you do it? Yeah. And the answer is vertigo. Yeah. Vertigo is the way to go. It's the way to go. I'm not sure that that's endorsed by Vertigo, by the way. And what do we got here? We got two uh, ver- versions. We got the clear plastic and the. There's three. There's uh, clear, charcoal, 
and a reddish hue Burgundy. and an orange hue. Yeah. You, like, you like the reddish hue. You like a hue. I like a you hue. You like a hue. Hue. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck Morrison. Sir. Where were you born? I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. You were. I was. Did, did you live there? Uh, I Come on, up, guys. Make your way up. It's all right. Go right in front of the camera. Don't step on the This will prove that we have people in the audience because nobody believes. Because you guys are quiet. For anyone outside of New England, the answer is always yes, uh, to make it less confusing. But technically grew up in Belmont. Okay. Just outside of Boston. Right outside. outside Cambridge. Yep. Yep. Uh, lived in Belmont till I was Keep about going. four, four and a half thereabouts. And uh, folks got a new job and moved out to the Burbs out in Canton, Massachusetts. Good yeah. old Canton, which is uh, home of the Blue Hills. Um, uh, Ponkapog Golf Course, which is one of the oldest golf courses in the country. And... Uh, it's a 36-hole course, so Whoa. that's kind of its claim to fame. But uh, this isn't throwing. You play radio. 18. You play another 18. You could. You they're could. not threes. No, it's legitimate. legit. It's a huge, huge golf course. It, fortunately, it's uh, it's not in the greatest condition. It's a public course, so it's okay. kind of been beat up over the years. I think they've invested some uh, some money to kind of bring it to its to its glory days. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's Canton for you, man. Okay. So nickname Chuck. Nickname's Chuck. Really? Yep. That's what we know you as, but they're, they're calling you other things. Charlie. Charlie. I Charlie. You don't look like a Charlie. No. Oh, it's funny. Dude. So family? Family, well, yeah. Fr- old high school friends, all friends from back in, the, uh, back in the hood. So if somebody, if I hear somebody call you Charlie, they've known you for a long time. That's exactly right. But in, like, at the Patriots, are you Chuck? Chuck. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, here on the broadcast, they say, and uh, producer Chuck Morrison. Yep. So that's interesting because... My mother, for instance, she's Angelina, Angela, Lee. It depends. Really? So ends up, whatever ends up uh, somebody calling her tells what time, you know, yes. where, where in life she was at that point. How okay. long they've known her. So it goes for you, too. Well, how about for you for, as a David? Is it, you know, the, the, your Facebook page, your Facebook profile is David. My daughter has a good laugh every time she hears somebody call me Davey. Davy. <laughs> so that's usually in the neighborhood, you know, Davy. That's what Nick Forgione calls you. Does he? Calls you Davy. Yeah. So he's known me for a long time, too. But, uh, you know, through high school and the, all those kids and stuff, it's Davy. Really? Yeah. I can't it, see it, you as a Davy. No. It's, it's odd to me. It's odd to me when they, when they actually do it. And yeah. in, in those days, it was fine. But. You know, it becomes Dave after yeah, yeah. the longest time, and that's what people call well, me. Because we have <clears throat> one guy here on the show that is just adamant. It's Jonathan. It's not John. Correct. Right. It's, it's either Mr. Jonathan or Jonathan. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Now, with you, Dave, I see I call you Dave. Is that okay? Yeah, or that's is? what everybody does. Okay. And, you know, when I, it's funny that somebody will email me something, and I'll email back David at yes. the end. And then when they email me back on top of that, it becomes Dave again automatically. It's, it's getting less formal automatically so, here. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it, it should be a Dave, I guess. That's what it is. It doesn't matter. Just don't call me late for dinner, right, is the, is the key here. You're, That's the key. You're eating the cake. Like we talked about last week, I've acquired a few different nicknames mm. here. Mm. Yeah. None yep. of which happened before. They, they all happened That's here right. quick. Yep, and they all stuck. Yeah, people don't like the Mr. Jonathan thing. I know you've been trying this for years and stuff, but... And I don't care. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what don't we know about Chuck Morrison? Oh, man. What don't you know about Chuck Morrison? Do you have any weird fetishes? Like, you like to wear diapers and walk around in your own filth? Not really. Uh, God. Pretty public out there. I mean, I I, I like to say I'm as transparent as a glass of water in many ways, but... um, 
Hmm. I'm kind of, uh, I'm into cornhole or bags. You guys know what that is? I know what cornhole is. What's bags? It's, it's, like, the, it's like the nickname. <laughs> That's a nickname of cornhole? Yeah. You know, like that game where you have the, 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 the board it's with the safety, hole in the middle. It's safety horseshoes. And safety it's horseshoes. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. I'm addicted to that. Play a lot of that. Really? A little, have, a little do you setup have a in my basement. Do you have the professional bags? Uh, yes. Yes. On the, the professional bags, one side is slick right. and one side is stick. That's right. Yeah. So you can play it either way. I've got two sets of boards, kind of like an outdoor, you know, friends get over, they can beat the crap out of it type boards, and I'm like, really, you know. Well, like, who beats the crap out of a cornhole board? What are you going to do? Amateurs, man, they're like stepping on it, you know, they have kids coming over, they just don't, they don't appreciate it, they don't take care of it. One thing I've learned is if you take care of something, you never have to replace it, you know, technically. And, what? and do you have to be so many feet away? I mean, you... 27 you, feet. You demand that it's Yeah, it's, it's got to be 20. Yeah, get, yeah no, no counting with your feet here. Let's get out the tape measure and do it right. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Is it is it 27 from hole to hole? Uh, 27 from end of board to end of board. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's yeah. your thing, cornhole. Love huh? it, man. Love it. Yeah. Should be part of the Olympic Games. This is really right? throwing yeah. radio. I yeah. Thrilling. I saw this I interview have... going more interesting I, than this. Did you, did you know that, though? Did you know that? Come on. You, you didn't, didn't know that. Didn't into is that a challenge? Because I, I know you're good at chess. Chess is kind of your thing. I didn't know it, and I didn't care then, <laughs> and I okay. don't care now. Maybe sure. somebody does, and it's not Maybe. you. Maybe. Hey. Is gentleman Chuck Morrison catching on at all that we're calling you gentleman chuck morrison absolutely it actually is other it places people is. say it yep uh i from this show have gotten a lot of friend requests from people within the cigar world and uh oftentimes along with the friend request will be a private message like hey um x from x heard you on the show nice to meet you gentleman chuck Ah, so I get a lot of that actually. All the guys here at the show, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of sticks. It sticks. Yep. Okay. Uh, I am known in my circles to kind of be the, the the nice guy of the group. You know, the debonair guy that when, when the plays whole it idea, safe. And the whole idea came to somebody's going to do it, and I look over to Jonathan. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> and I'm as debonair as they come. Yeah, you are not debonair. But, yeah, you're the nice guy. You're going to do the right thing every time. Well, you try to. Right. You try, nice you try to. On the other hand, Mr. Jonathan. Does nice guys what, finish last. Yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I yeah. open the door for people. There we go. Go ahead. Do it. Do it up. Doing it. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. I'm going to try to do my asylum read without looking at it this week. All right. See if I can pull it off. Because you do The Gentleman's Way. You've been doing it for three years now. Yeah. And you've never had the copy in front of you. I'm going to try it myself. Well, you got the, you got the uh, you know, and you are listening to the cigar. You got that done. I guess, it took yeah. him six years, but he got that it. only took got six it. years. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the debonair segment where we talk about being a gentleman. And I think in many ways, in order to be a gentleman, you need a woman in the equation. So I figured today we'd talk a little bit about etiquette with giving up a chair for a lady. The debonair way. So follow me on this. When offering a woman your seat, don't wait until she accepts to get up. That gives the impression that you're just doing it as a formality rather than offering your seat as a gesture. Getting up anyway, take it. Instead, get up, then offer the now empty seat. Exactly right, Dave. 
The key to this maneuver is to know the line between going out of your way to be a gentleman and going too far to be a gentleman. There's a line here. You don't want to come across amateurish, right? Uh, Ideally, you should be able to trust your gut as to what is too far. If you're a novice, it's generally appropriate to go one step beyond what your gut tells you to do. Chivalry is uncommon, so it will probably feel weird at first. But here are a couple rules of thumb the debonair way. If she would have to push her way through several people to get to the seat, don't do it. Don't offer the seat. It's too, it's too awkward. It's too uncomfortable. If there's a group and they all can't have seats, you don't want to do it. You don't want to kind of you know, create, a, create a scenario where there's someone left out. It's not comfortable for her, you, or them. Uh, if you're sitting with a friend, this is a good one, Dave. I think you'll appreciate ah. this. You're sitting with a friend in a pair of seats. Here's what you do. Either you both do it or neither one of you ah. does it. For just one person to do it, it, cl- it creates a lot of weirdness. Yeah, so it's a hot a girl. Awkward. Yeah. Hot girl. Yeah, I'm on it. I got it. I got it. Now you're fighting you over it. And it's yeah. like, what the? <laughs> no, yeah. I want her to sit in my seat. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, you either do it at the same time okay. or you don't do it at all. Can you offer your lap or perhaps I mean, face? you can, but is that debonair, Jonathan? I, mean, I don't know. Is it? No. I'm, no. Not, I'm asking you. No, it's no. not debonair. Can it's I creepy, dust, actually. Can I dust off a place? No, you cannot. For her to sit. Stop it. If you offer and she declines... Try once more. If she declines again, that's where you sit down. The key here is to sit down without even being a little bit condescending. So if you offer it and she refuses, do it again. If she refuses again, just don't, act like nothing happened. Don't say the B word. Yes. Sit down. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> lick, lick your chops. Sit down. Right. Um, don't be a gentleman just to the girl you want to impress. You should be a gentleman at all times. All right? We're, we're not discriminating key. over here. Uh, and if she's worth the effort, she will take the notice. And is, is it ever a time that they're saying, you know, they're little woman's right type of thing? And how dare you even ask oh, me? Oh, I'm sure, man. Yeah. I'm I'll sure. tell you this. My aunt is very big on woman's liberation. Big. Mm. You cannot go ahead of her and open the door for her. If you are already ahead, she will allow you to hold the door open. But if you go ahead of her, she will slap you and then hold the door for you and push you through the door. They're, they're so tough to, to read. Women, are, it's a different world. I She's mean, the I female version of you. I'm just yeah, going to say that. I can't figure them out. 56 years, man. I don't get it down yet. It's tough. <laughs> tough. It's not easy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we do segments like this one. This there one's called The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I try. I think I got that. Well, aside I from the I, lap, try, I try better. I try more. So look into our calendar coming up next week. Father and son. It's Father's Day week. So uh, we do a cigar dinner, um, a father and son cigar dinner each year, and we bring up a manufacturer. This year we're bringing up J.R. Dominguez and Scott Weeks from Recluse Cigars. They're the cigar of the year, and each one of them is bringing their dad. So J.R. Dominguez's dad is the legendary Jose Dominguez, producing like 30 million cigars out of the Dominican Republic. Doesn't make a single donut, just for the record. Love Does him. not make donuts. He likes donuts. He likes donuts. Who doesn't like a donut? And uh, Scott Weeks with his legendary father, Nick Weeks, and we had Roy Kirby on there uh, as a cigar rep. Nick Weeks is a cigar rep, never a New England cigar rep, but known in the world of cigars because he was there for so many years. And we're going to talk about him. something years. Yes. We're going to talk about the old days with him. What so. I like about Scott is uh, he's got like these sayings. Remember that from the show? Yes. Like, he's like these crazy southerner, like, I, yeah. I can't even think of them, but they're right. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Uh, Long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Exactly. Type of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he comes up with them on the right. spot. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Uh, June 25th, Mike Herklotz from Nat Sherman Cigars is going to join us. 
um, June, July 2nd, just a few weeks away, Nick Perdomo is going to call in as we pull the winner for the, the Perdomo Humidor. It's such good odds to get in on this. It is. And you're going to get great cigars, and we're going to pay the shipping for you. So go on to the CigarAuthority.com. You'll see it. Click the button. Buy the gift Hang pack. You won't be we're shy. paying the shipping on the pack and the humidor? And the humidor. And the humidor. Wow. He paid Out of for your the, mind? He paid for the humidor. And I don't think we're going to sell all that many packs. So The shipping's got to be the free shipping stuff. The free shipping stuff needs to come to an end because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making accounting for this. The <laughs> FDA may stop us from the free shipping thing anyway, so we'll see what happens with oh. that. Um, How about free pickup in the store? Just, if you live in Florida, just drive up. Drive pick up. up the I'd love to see you. I'd love to see it. It'd be worth a ride, right? It's a good road trip. July Pilgrimage. 9th, Pilgrimage. Steve Saka from uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust is going to join us, and he's going to launch his new cigars before the trade show with us. And then it's off to the trade show, and we're going to come back with lots of different things coming up. And, That's a ballsy and, move, right? To be launching something new at this time? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I, I think it's a crazy move to do, but there's so many people doing it. Maybe I'm missing something, or the, the belief is they're going to move this date, and thank God I did it. Yeah. So it's insurance. It's insurance play. Um, some of these people had these things in the works, so we're going to get good cigars that were already in the works anyway, and they're going to come out. Others are banging stuff out just for the sake of banging the stuff out. Yeah, you're going to get back at a cigar <clears throat> boom, so to speak. Mm. So we are going to be uh, testing cigars in advance, deciding do we want to take it or not? Is this for real or is this not for real? Uh, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot more that aren't for real than are for real, but just a guess of what's going to go because I just hear 500 brands yeah. coming out. Yeah, I saw 500 that. brands. huge list, huge list. I think it's the biggest one I've ever seen. Yeah, so a lot of these things are just let me slap something together because it <clears> takes years to actually do a proper blend for burning and, and tasting the certain way it is. Uh, speaking of tasting, we're smoking the Happy Birthday Cigar Actually blended, so it would be like birthday cake. We had vanilla birthday cake with white frosting. That's what it is. Where's my bell? That's what it is. It was supposed to be that, and it tastes like that. I haven't had all that many of these. That flavor profile was so good, it became your idea. You came up with it? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did. With the flour. I mean, you could taste the flour on the outside of the cake. It is unfrosted birthday cake. It's frosted. It's vanilla frosting. This is frosted, but this doesn't have a frosting taste to it. Amateur. Here's Johnny. I am going to punch you in the face at the end of this show. I'm just giving you a fair warning. Get used to it. (laughs) Right. Right. There's a new sheriff in town. It's amazing how big someone's genitals get. All the way over there. Bring it on. Bring it on. He was sitting next to you a little while ago. He didn't have a problem. We've had dancing no. with Mr. I think Jonathan. He's bigger Could there than be you. a battle? He's bigger than you, younger than you, and maybe stronger than you. All right. It just means he's going to fall harder. Well, I we think mean- he plays cornhole better than you, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys want to get a little cornhole thing going on? We can throw from here and put the thing 27 feet away. Uh, a little hey. no, 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 uh, fun fact. I'm really good at it, too. Really? Like, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. If you're into yeah. it. Yeah. Really, really good. Really good at cornhole. That's a scary thing to admit out live on the air, Chuck. That's all right. I'm comfortable. So, Mr. Jonathan, you passed along some information to me last night. Yes, I did. I immediately got a tidbit of that information, cut and paste a little information, because, frankly, I didn't know if I could legally put this whole document out there, which we still don't know. I asked you to answer over yep, the air. So and I, the I idea is just before we got on the air, and I don't uh, – Mark would like us to wait to – 
brought put it up on the site. He's going to finish editing and all that, but we can talk about it. Okay, so um, the, uh, Dr. S. Marcosi, he's not only a doctor, he's a scientist, and he put some information out. Uh, I, I um, thought it was... Uh, amazing information yeah. that, that had it there. So maybe bring us up to speed. All right. So Ronald Reagan was quoted as saying, Big Pharma, Big Government is not the solution to the problem of super bugs. Big Pharma, Big Government is the problem. And what they're talking about with super bugs is uh, strains of bacteria that are resistant to antibiotics and resistant to, you get the Purell hand sanitizer and it says uh, 99.98% yeah. effective. That 0.02% percent yeah is resistant to that product and create it just becomes a superbug. Yeah. And what is happening across the country is hospitals are being inundated with these superbugs and they don't know how to deal with it and they're looking to the very industry that created the superbugs for the solution. Oh. When the solution has been around for 150 years going back to uh, China and going back to Native American Indians here in the US who would burn things like tobacco and, and other herbs to clean the air of these bad influences. Back then, they could detect, oh, the entire village is sick. Let's do this sacrifice of these herbs and, to- and tobacco, and it would clean the air because you could drop the air qual- – you could kill 94% of the bad air with one treatment of burning tobacco. A lot of people still burn sage too. They burn sage in rooms to get rid of the impurities, the evil spirits, things like that. And it's it's still being done to this day. So it doesn't work with the candle from the candle store. No, it does not. No, it does not because no, it does not. just chemicals burning, and it's not. What you want to do is burn in organic material such as tobacco to clean the air. Yes. Well, hmm. you notice. I mean, we we have very very few people that get sick. In our shops, except Barry. Barry gets sick a lot. I don't know what his deal is. <laughs> He's big on the hand sanitizer. Um, the government is p- continually pointing the finger at tobacco for lung cancer, and at this point, smoking cessation has worked. So few people are smoking that mm. two-thirds of lung cancer in the United States is in non-smokers. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. Yeah. One-third is smokers. They're cigarette smokers. Yeah. They're not cigar smokers. So a study called The Medicinal Smoke can completely eliminate diverse and human pathological bacteria in the air study. That's what it's called. Long name. A one-hour treatment kills 20, uh, 94% of the airborne bacteria. The air stays at 94% for a solid 24 hours after, and then it remains significantly reduced for the next 30 days in that room. Secondhand smoke is good for you. Is what I'm getting from this. The secondhand smoke from these treatments is found useful in treating conditions in the lungs, neurological conditions, and in the skin. Smoke-based delivery of herbal medicines is advantageous because it provides a more efficient absorption, more rapid delivery to the brain, and lower costs. And this is why Big Pharma is against it because they can't monetize it. Right. How it do we make money from that? so well for so long that they can't continually charge you over and over again like they can with those little travel size bottles of Purell yeah. that you all you're doing is making it worse for everybody else and yourself. Well, they make money from the tobacco. Why don't they let people burn it and not give people a hard time? You would think 31 years in the cigar business and before that it was 10 years in the nightclub business in the days you could smoke and it would be full of smoke in there. I am the poster child for secondhand smoke. Right. 
I never get sick. I also never get sick. And then we got um, Jose Padron, 90 years old. When was the last time he called in sick for work? Never. 90-year-old guys in the cigar business, and you don't see that they end up uh, living to 100 years old. Avo got into that car accident, broke his hip in the car accident, yeah. came back, and is still chain-smoking. He's there fine. There we go. So I, I really believe this stuff, and, and what I believe about it is you have not only a doctor saying it, but scientific evidence. Mm. And the biggest study that was ever done, monograph number nine had ever done, it says that if you smoke a couple of cigars a day, and we've said this so many times, that you live longer than if you didn't smoke at all. Yep. So part of it was the stress relief. So stress kills, therefore, when you have a cigar, yep. you're less stressful. But the other thing is you're cleaning the bacteria around you as you're smoking. Isn't that interesting? Good stuff. It is good stuff. And we're going to maybe in a week or so the, we'll have the hope. Show. The hope is, and Mark is kind enough to forward this stuff before the editing has been done and before he's got his links in there. So once he has done the article, he's given us permission to put, us, put it up on See, the Cigar with This is what pisses me off. And, and forgive my frankness here, but this really friggin' pisses me off. You're still Chuck as far as I'm concerned. Here we go. Is they're going to require labels to go on cigar boxes. That say not the truth. Exactly. So when – do they have the maturity? I'll be nice here. Do they have the maturity to, to legitimately investigate this science? And that's exactly what it is, yeah. science. And lean away from the direction that they are taking, which is to put on these labels, to, right. to regulate all this nonsense, and look at it from a scientific standpoint to say, you know what? We were wrong. These are not deadly. Do they have that maturity? Because that's what it comes down to. Right. And uh, Mark Marcosi says they – He's been in the room when they came up with the secondhand smoke thing, and they, they had the him. The study said he, yeah. that there was nothing to secondhand smoke once you were over the age of five. And the panel for the NIH, the National um, Cancer Institute, said um, that they were going to go with it anyways. Yeah. And they were going to create a new level called thirdhand smoke, which means the smoke touches your jacket – you hold a baby, the baby touches your jacket, which touches the smoke, and now you infect the baby with the ability to now get lung cancer and COPD and all this other nonsense from something that touched your jacket. Yeah, they, they made it up. They're going with it anyway. Yep. Is, and, and he said, you know, I walked out of the room because you're, you're dealing with there's a whole bunch of people, scientists that are there, and you have the government stepping in and say they, they hated that this is where the whole idea of doing monograph number nine was to actually say that smoking was bad. Cigar smoking is bad for you. The conclusion is they write the conclusion as it has um, no positive or negative, negative effect. Right. The truth is it had a positive effect. Yeah, they, in they, their writing, they're it, allowed, it's there, but they wouldn't put it in a They're conclusion. allowed to put their <sighs> own opinion at the end of the study. So the scientist that decides to write this can write his own opinion, and the board picks the scientist that's going to put the opening and closing remarks yeah. on the study. You have to go into the actual study. It's very labor-intensive, but if you want to do it, you go through it and really read nine. it. But uh, Marcosi is going to end up putting this together as we and read. It was very, very interesting. Yeah. He, he says Links, some tough words. Data. Of, you know, he talks like a scientist and a yes, doctor. It's, it's, it's big words. Yeah, big yeah. big words. Can you dumb it down a little bit for you? <laughs> we have just done that for you. We've done done it down to uh, a kindergarten uh, level, but that's it. So look at this: the Happy Birthday Cigar, Connecticut Shade, Big Ring Gauge. I think it's a fifty-six. Fifty-six this ring gauge. This is a sixty ring gauge. Is it? Yes, nice. it is. See how things are starting to look smaller. They are. Yeah. Uh, burning 60 perfect. ring gauge. 
It is an Ecuadorian shade wrapper on the outside. It's a Dominican binder and filler on the inside, uh, made for us by the folks at the Happy Birthday Cigar Factory. So when you are celebrating your birthday, yeah. the only thing to smoke is the thing that says Happy Birthday right on the band. I That's only smoke cigars. it when somebody's celebrating their birthday and I'm having the cigar with them. It's the only time I do it. But you can smoke the cigar regularly. We have customers that buy them by really? the box Absolutely. because it's their favorite cigar. It's a great cigar. They it got is. it for their birthday and then they became box buyers. Crazy. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to dig into the mailbag. It's a classic three-way. And we're going to find out what's up in the world of cigars. So stick around. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United States. Cigar Radio Network. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, 
but every Byron cigar sits in an ageing room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studio celebrating Gentleman Chuck Morrison's 40th birthday. Hey, hey. The big one. Big O. Big 4 0. 40's a new 20, Dave. There we go. And the countdown has been continuing for the Cigar Apocalypse now just 57 days. We'll find out what's up in the cigar world and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And, uh... We're smoking the Happy Birthday Cigar, nine ninety nine. Very good. Uh, sixty ring gauges. It's sixty ring gauges. This is in a glass uh, tube, but doesn't look look that big. This is up my alley right here, as far as the uh, the strength goes. It's on the mild side. Lots of flavor. Yeah, a lot. Very very smooth, very creamy. Yeah, yeah. All Dominican at the Happy Birthday Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> says, going with it anyway. It says HB right on the front of it. There we go. Okay, let's find out what's up. In the cigar world. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. What's up in the cigar world? Before you go any further there, Derek, if it was Dave that was eating... His second piece of birthday cake. Yeah, we would be doing a different segment right now. But it was you eating the birthday it was. cake. So he's done his cake. Now okay, it's time for you to go. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. All right. So, what's up in the cigar industry? Uh, first of all, some of the most expensive wrappers in the world is the Cameroon. And now some news comes from the country of Zimbabwe that is successfully growing tobacco to be used in wrappers. According to the reports, this high-quality strain is being used in Germany, and there is plans to expand it into the American market in the coming years, hopefully. Yeah, not if the FDA has anything to say about it. I'd love to see it. They've been Uh, probably trying this for years and years. They're at the finish line, and eh. Well, because there was one farmer that was doing... Cameroon wrapper, is that what I heard? Yes. Wow. Marifel family, yep. Yeah. They, they kind of fell off a little bit? I think so. It's not like what do you mean, quality-wise? Yeah, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, they over the soil. 
No. Uh, also, uh, Hammer and Sickle parent company Klein Group issues a statement on the FDA this week. Klin. 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 Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> According to Eric Hansen, uh, quote, Hammer and Sickle Cigars remains fully committed to our cigar business in the United States. We will be filing substantial equivalents for all of our blends available in the U.S. marketplace. Though our de- uh, through our deep experience in the highly regulated beverage alcohol space, we are organized and resourced to comply with the substantial equivalence filing process, procedures, and expenses. We expect Hammer and Sickle to be a strong partner in your humidor for many years to awesome. come. That's this good is, to hear. And this is interesting because their manufacturer is Davidoff. That's who makes their cigars. So the interesting thing is, what will it be equivalent to? Now we may learn something as a consumer that, oh, my God, that $7 hammer and sickle is equivalent to something much more expensive than that. Probably not. Probably the FDA is going to keep this information to themselves, and it will never become public knowledge. We don't know what's in a Marlboro cigarette. We know that they're the largest consumer of licorice in the world, but... We don't know they have licorice. There's no ingredients on a pack of cigarettes. I guess we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, also, back in 2005, Aging Room Cigars introduced Solera into their cigar lounge in Miami Lakes, Florida. Now the cigar is set to be re-released on a national level and utilizes the same aging methods as Sherry and Brandy. That's a big wow. surprise. Yeah. Yep. Bringing back an old brand. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. Uh, also, before IPCPR last year, all hell broke loose for Cubanicon Cigars and the Medeiros family. The Medeiros family lost, lost the factory... Uh, they did business with, and a lawsuit was later filed by Omar Gonzalez Aleman and his company, Sonero Cigar Zone Incorporated. Yesterday, Frank Herrera, a well-known attorney in the tobacco industry, let us know with pending FDA regulations, the companies reached a settlement with no money being exchanged. That's interesting yeah. because there was a, a double war. I mean, they were wow. suing each other, and now it just goes away. So there's a good lawyer that makes it go away for whatever happens in the background. There's a good lawyer. Let's not even go to court. It's all settled. Yep. Uh, also, the U.S. Department of Transportation has authorized six United States airlines to begin air routes to nine cities in Cuba, and ticket sales will begin as early as next week. That's pretty awesome. There we go. New York. How many? Yeah. New York. Is six. Hopefully. Six cities. AA, I won't say their name, doesn't deserve any recognition. It's right. Not one no. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they are. It'd be good uh, Jet Blue to Cuba. That would be good. Right. Yep. Uh, lastly, IPCPR announced this week that Eddie Money will be performing at this year's event, and the 90-minute show will feature an open bar. Interesting uh, fact on so that is um, because it's um, Vegas, they have an issue with um, giving away tickets. Giving away tickets. So you, you can't give away tickets or say you're giving away tickets. So we have to give away passes. Mm-hmm. But the name of his song is Two Tickets to Paradise, and now it's Two Passes to Paradise. Well, it does sound better, but it's not the name of the song. I know why it bothers you. Yes. I hear you. So I, yeah. I, it was crazy anyway. Yeah, and we do have a couple new arrivals this week. Uh, since 2002, Camacho has released the Liberty Series, and could this year be the last? I guess we'll have to see. No, because they make, make the predicate date. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep, I guess. Well, they won't be coming out with any new blends no, right. after this, but, but you know, the they'll be able to go back awesome to the old ones. They had to go back to the 2007 one. That Which thing was, was great. the best barber and, pole. Yeah, that, that was a good smoke. And it comes out every year around this time of year, one time. Can, yep. They can still do that. Sure. Yep. 
It's going to be creative. People are going to get creative on this thing, find ways around things. The problem is the rats in the industry. Yeah, who's going to rat them out to the FDA? Hopefully, everybody's mature enough to let people just live their life. No sour grapes. You can't catch a fish if it doesn't open its mouth. Yeah. I like that. That's deep. That's deep. deep. Wow. That is deep. Can't catch a fish. Yeah, go on to the next thing before he says something else. Well, speaking of limited editions, the Davidoff Limited Art Series Edition 2016 is available featuring the works of a Dominican artist on each box. They are beautiful lacquered boxes. They're very unique. There's nothing else Mm. out there like them. I see people coming all the time just wanting the box itself because of the artwork on it. Buy it. And that's that's pretty much it for uh, for rivals. That's what's up. That's That's what's up. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) In the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses Grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is what's up? up. And right now it's time to take a peek into the asylum from Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. I see what you did there. I did it without looking. (laughs) boy. For years, peeing in the shower has been shunned by everyone from health clubs vis-a-vis George Costanza to the average health-conscious person not wanting to bathe in their own filth. New research proves that peeing in the shower not only feels good, but it is good for the environment. (laughs) It feels good? (laughs) And it is good. Good. (laughs) 30% of all water wasted is wasted by flushing the toilet after going number one. (laughs) So pee in the shower. Instead of living by the old camp motto, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, <laughs> flush it down. In the near future, you can expect environmentalists to launch a campaign centered around how peeing in the shower is the environmentally friendly way to dispose of your liquid waste. After learning this, I was able to get Mrs. Jonathan on board with my new favorite water-saving activity as long as I hit the drain and stop hitting her. Oh, she, oh my God. she, however, did not go for my garbage disposal in the dra- shower drain idea <laughs> so I could really save water and bang out a number two at the same time. Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> That's asylum. Oh, God. Cornhole, pee showers. What happened to the show? It's downhill all the way. And next week, how smelling farts is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. We got time to do this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But 
now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. It is June 11th, and welcome to a special edition of This Day in Classic History, because it's Chuck Morrison's birthday, 1976. Yes, sir. And you should, you are the champion, right? Oh, I think you're right. I think yes. you're the champion. And I should have done some diligence knowing that we'd you, probably be doing this. I think. And I don't know anyone that shares a birthday with me. Really? Honest to God. Honest to God. I thought for sure, because no. everybody knows somebody shares I know, and I should. Well, you're going to know it today. There we go. You're going to get it today. So we're going to go with you first. All right. Celebrating their birthday on the same day as you is Joe Montana. No kidding. Joe Montana, football player, legendary San Francisco 49, a quarterback who led the team to four Super Bowl victories after winning a national championship at Notre Dame. He was named the Super Bowl's MVP three times and selected for Pro Bowls eight times and chosen the best all-decade team. Joe Montana, celebrating his birthday today. Gentleman Chuck Morrison, what year? All right, that's going to be, man, I'm going to guess 1960. 60. This is Jonathan. Uh, I'm going to go 1943. 43. I'm going to go 1955. 55 for the point, Derek. It's 56. Did you write it down? Did he write it down? Because that would be a foul. He did not write it down. It's all right. He's new. I'm new. Write it down next time. Mr. Jonathan, this goes to you. Celebrating his, on his birthday today, the same day as Gentleman Chuck Morrison, is Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder is a movie actor who won an Oscar for his first film role in The Producers and portrayed Willy Wonka in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He also appeared in Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. He starred his film career as a hostage in the feature film Bonnie and Clyde. His third wife was co-star and actress Gilda Radner. Born today, Gene Wilder, uh, what year? I'm going to go 1949. 49. Derek. I'm going to go 1946. Did you write it down? I did. Okay. Are you writing it down yes. before I say my answer? Yes. No cheating. Yeah, we're, we're, very, we're very hard on that. Okay. 1941, right. Dave. 41, and everybody is over. Oh. Everybody is over. 1933. Oh, wow. Wow. 1933. So now we're going to Derek. Yes, sir. Stewbags. Cheater. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> I'm ready. Mehmet Oz. Mehmet Oz. He's, he's a show host from the Oprah Winfrey Show, introducing his health expert to TV viewers as oh, Dr. Dr. Oz. Oz. Oh, oh. Okay. He, he began. That's why he calls himself Dr. Oz and not Mesmet. <laughs> yeah, I can see. <laughs> M-E-H-M-E-T. Mesmet. Uh, he began a solo career with the Dr. Oz Show in 2009. Celebrating his birthday today, Dr. Oz, what year was he born? I'm going to go 1962. 62. Chuck. I'm writing it down. 1930. 30. This is Jonathan. 1960. 
1960 for two points. Come on. 1960 for two points. Chuck, I thought this was a slam bang for you. I know, man. You. I thought you were going to do it. So right now, it's Mr. Jonathan late. has two points. Derek has one, and the birthday boy has none. <laughs> and this goes to you, it does. Chuck. Redemption. Okay, back right to football. All right. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi, football coach, inspirational NFL coach who led the Green Bay Packers to victory in Super Bowl One and Two. He received a WPI NFL Coach of the Year award, and the NFL Super Bowl trophy was named after him. Vince Lombardi, born today. What year? God. 1911. Written 19, down. 1911 written down, Mr. Jonathan. Uh, I got 1931. 31. 1929. 29. And Chuck has totally redeemed himself. It's 2013. One point for Chuck Morrison. What? 1913. 1913. Oh, you said 2013, I guess. Okay. I thought maybe you said died this day. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You did say, yeah, you had me worried as well. 1913, you said 1911. Correct. I had all the correct numbers. I just had them in the wrong order. 1931. (laughs) 1913. All right. It's going to Mr. Jonathan. This is the last question. I have no. This was saved in case I needed a. Uh, you don't need a tiebreaker. I'm winning. But I'm going with it anyway. I like it. Here we go. <laughs> so, Mr. Jonathan, this is to you. You're winning two to one to one. Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. Scientist. Um, oceanographer, explorer, filmmaker who's showed TV audience the underworld, undersea world through his documentary series, The Undercovered Wrecks of the HMHS Britannica and in his TV series. Um, the Jacques Cousteau Odyssey ran on ABC. What year was Jacques Cousteau born? 1939. 39, he says. Derek? 31. 31. Oh, man, I wrote it down. I can't change it. That's how you play, Derek. 1950. Because you would you would have said what? I would have said like 1933. Exactly. Oh, I would have said the year one. Come on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because everybody is over. <sighs> and Mr. Jonathan, it's been a long time, buddy. Long time, buddy. Long time is our new champion. Uh, when was he born? I didn't give you the answer. 1910. 1910. That's it. So this day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars, available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Celebrate gentleman Chuck Morrison's birthday. And if it's your birthday, come into any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire, on your birthday up until August 8th. After that, we cannot help you. We can't give you a free cigar, but we will from now till then. If you come in on August 7th and it's your birthday after August 7th this year, we're going to give you a happy birthday cigar because it's the last time we can do it. You've got to smoke it with frankly, us. Frankly, but... we've got a ton of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we bought a whole few. bunch of them to do this, and uh, yeah. they're not allowing people to give away free cigars in any way, any no shape sense. or form. It makes no sense. I have to go to trade shows and actually buy samples of old cigar brands? It's not going to happen. Uh, the trade shows just have to be going to have to be in another country. That yeah. would yeah. work. Yep. That would work. Yep. And it is the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Convention. You could do it in Canada. Yeah, Niagara Falls. Uh, I don't think you could do it in Canada. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I think they're, they're worse not, than They're us. not very smoker-friendly up no. there. No. Probably Mexico. Mexico. Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. Cuba. Oh, you could do Bam. Cuba now, too, yeah. Boom. Cuba. There That's two is. points. And we don't have to worry because you can't buy their cigars and, br- and bring them back. So we do it in there and everybody gets to look at them and smoke them or whatever, but buy the competition the cigars. Huh? Most, it'll be the most expensive 
travel to a trade show. Why? It's 3600 bucks to go down there. Really? That's because it was only one guy doing it. Now there's how many? Five new, new guys? Competition yeah, seven new airlines is what doing brings it. prices down. Competition is good for everybody. It's even good for the guy that doesn't have competition because it makes you play your game even better. You're going to be practicing for cornhole because you yes. know Chuck Morrison is the best Anytime, at it. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. I am never going to play cornhole unless it's against Chuck, I love and it. I will still beat him. Wow. Wow. Awful big ones. We're not even going to practice. We should have a cornhole tournament. We can bring it to Barry's wedding. I don't think I've ever even played cornhole. When when they did it for the Camacho. Not even one time. Come on. Never. I've seen it, and I went, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's safety horseshoes. I'm not doing it. Safety horseshoes. People tried to get me to play, and I'm like, eh, I'm out. You want lawn dots to come back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There we go. (laughs) Now we're talking. That was the craziest thing ever, right? Lawn darts? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Jarts. What, what bad could happen with a lawn dart? What was it? Zarts? Jarts. J-A-R-T-S. Jarts. I had them. I, and I remember I've throwing the them high before, up. But never, yeah. Everybody going, crazy stuff. We out of our Now minds. we have car seats and <laughs> yeah. seat belts. Helmets. Seat my, belts. Dad, <laughs> my dad didn't even have seat belts in the front of his uh, Ford sure. F-150 Custom. And we used to have to drive with our feet on the dashboard. You know what I found? That was our seatbelt. There's no seatbelts on school buses. Correct. No. Crazy, right? Like, well, how many, and things yet are, I had, how many things are big enough to really make a school bus slam stopped like that? Plus, you've got to stay in your seat. They flipped over. All kinds oh, of things happen. Smashed into things. Things yeah. happen. That's a fair point. You ever see a school bus driver? It's only driver? kids, right? I mean, well, they're only, they're, nothing but the best, right? School bus drivers? I used to ride in the, the best. in the bus that was <laughs> half the size, and they always made me wear a helmet, so I, yeah, I was always go. safe. And it says a lot, too. They used to, they used to have a um, leash on you, right? Yeah, my parents were leash parents. Leash. They oh. put a leash on their kids. A lot of things getting answered here on the Cigar Authority. Yes, they do. A lot of things. <laughs> Next week, it's Father's Day weekend, a huge day for cigar sales. So we're going to be busy selling cigars, but we're going to take a couple hours of the busy day out, and we're going to sit here with father and son, J.R. Dominguez with his dad, Jose Dominguez, and Scott Weeks with his dad, right here on the Cigar Authority. Nick Weeks is going to join us, and um, that's it. So uh, be careful out there. Go buy uh, the, the, your dad or... or uh, Whoever you consider a father to you, buy him some nice cigars. Get him what he really wants his yeah. Father's Day. Don't get him the sweater. He doesn't want it. Don't get him a gift card. No buy him some cigars. Take a chance and try to pick out the right cigars for him. Go in your favorite brick-and-mortar cigar shop yep. and get him some nice cigars. Till then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the past two hours and you happen to be smoking your Happy Birthday Cigar or your Perdomo 20th Sun Grown Box Pressed Epicure, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Happy birthday, Chuck Morrison. Happy birthday, Chuck. Thanks, fellas. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two guys smoke shop. 
Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie. 